Bonjour, je m'appelle Sandrine. Hola, yo soy Krista. Welcome to Step Into Mondays, the podcast for language teachers when we bring theory to practice by not showing you because we're not visual, but by making you hear our brains working. <laughs> Which is a scary thought at times. Uh, it is scary, and I don't know what's scarier, to actually see them or to actually hear them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wonder if by time, um, at moments, you'd have like, you know, the wheel, the cogwheels that get all rusted and clicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or sometimes, sometimes, I don't know, I feel like my brain is on that little hamster wheel, you know, and the hamster just runs, 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 runs so hard, and then he gets off exhausted, but he's still exactly where he was. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes my brain feels that way and I'm like, hmm. Sometimes it feels like the, the hamster wheel, you know, after he comes off, he's jumping and the wheel is still spinning, but it's empty. Yeah. Yeah, there's some of that too. But um, hopefully today our running brain will actually be full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because at this point, we have our listeners that are going, well, never mind that. They got nothing left in the tank. So. I know. Well, it's the end of summer and you would think that we would actually be um, rejuvenated, refreshed, et cetera, et cetera. But we've been working all summer as, you know, most educators have trying to figure out what in the world are we going to be doing this fall? And, you know, it is sad that my vacation to actually rest is coming back to my old house and do a bunch of cleaning. Yeah. And so from morning to not quite bedtime, but well into the evening hours, we are busy cleaning up. And that's the interesting thing, too. When we moved, movers moved us. So they packed us. And um, that was part of the deal, which is an, a weird, weird thing to have people <laughs> pack your stuff up. I don't know that yeah. I want to repeat that. But since not everything was going, I had to point out to them, okay, this is staying, this is going. And I tried to have stacks, especially in the basement. Mm -hmm. Well, then they interpreted that as they wanted. So some things went that were not supposed to, uh -huh. and some stuff stayed. So now I'm like, okay, well, I guess we need to take that with us. <laughs> and then something stayed that the kids th said they wanted. Right. But now one is gone and then the other one is a college student. It's like, you know, I need to simplify. I need to remove stuff. So, yeah. Exactly. But it is sad that my summer break is basically doing some very deep spring cleaning. Exactly. <laughs> and plumbing. I'm very proud of my plumbing skills. Well, all right. I think if teaching doesn't work, am I going to plumbing? <laughs> okay, fabulous. I mean, last time I was here, I redid the whole flushing system on the toilet, completely changed it. And then this time I've dealt with faucets, both the dual faucets and the single one, because I had two of them that I needed to fix. I think as a, as a language professional, it's pretty impressive that I can do plumbing. Yes, yes. And you know that you actually know the vocabulary, because I'm going to tell you, a friend of mine took the OPI and one of her um like her little scenario the surprise scenario was about plumbing and i thought oh man oh. i don't know that i could do that because i mean i don't know if i could do that in english would be like you know the little thingy <laughs> well that's the thing because <laughs> when we came back of course benjamin has been with us all summer so his room his bathroom have been empty they were people in the house but they didn't mess with that that's his space and so we came back and the bathtub the faucet that had been lightly dripping well at that point had moved to a heavy dripping meaning uh -huh. a constant run which means it had fallen water had fallen onto the little lever where you can close the um the drain you know if you want to take a bath you lift that little thing so your drain will your bathtub will fill up 
weight fell on that. So that was completely corroded, looking ready to just fall off. And we didn't quite know how to call it. So Benjamin called it the bathroom drain dongle. I think that's what he called it. Hey, whatever works. And he was trying to look online to find it and it never quite worked. But it's like the drain stopper level, lever or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it took having to deal with it to know what to call it because otherwise it's, yeah, the thingy. So yeah, that's a rough question on plumbing. I mean, I guess explaining how the faucet is dripping and whatever, but wow, that's a yeah. high, high skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic and we're reminiscing because, well, that's kind of the topic of the episode, right? Right. We are reflecting on our summer goal because reflection is important in and out of the classroom. We talked about it earlier into some earlier episodes. And we uh, want to reflect on what we've done. We want our students to reflect, but you know, summer goals, we also want to reflect on what we wanted to do and what we've actually done. <laughs> yeah, which is not, I mean, we always have these big lofty goals and then we're like, Huh, didn't quite make it to that, did I? Hmm. Well, our lists tend to be very, very long. Yeah, I know. We need to do something better that <laughs> next year. <laughs> I don't know. We're just so inspired. Well, I think we would have got through a lot of them because you and I are very um, efficient. Yeah. When we put our mind to it. I mean, last year, if was it last year? Um, or two years ago, I was in France and you were here and we even connected so we could get a conference proposal out. Yeah, that's true. And we managed, we went through it, we did, you know, everything we had to do. And then the last step was, well, we need to talk. So we chatted for about an hour and put it to bed and that was done. So in a normal time, I think we get through most of our goals, but this was not a normal summer. No, it absolutely was not. It was crazy. We should add some music to that. The dong, dong, dong. I know. <laughs> we really should. But we did manage to get through some of our stuff. So... Let's see, we had, at one point, we had talked about um, a lot of um, programs we wanted to discover. Yes. Computer programs, um, tech, that we wanted to look at in provision for next year. Mm -hmm. The the upcoming year, I should say. So, did you check out any new tech? Did you discover any new tech? Well... (laughs) I had a long list of things that I had wanted to do. Um, And yes, I got a few of them done. Of course, Adobe Spark was one of the big ones. And as you know, it's become like my best friend ever. So um, I've been doing a lot with Adobe Spark. Um, When we talked about and, you know, we've kind of redone our um, proficiency unit uh adobe spark that was it that's what i uh used for it um so yeah so i did get that one done what about you i i looked at a few things um and some of them that was not really anything i got excited about so i tried um buncees and i liked it but you tried what buncees I don't know what that is. But, well, it's, I, I think in that. a way it's similar to Pear Deck, but it oh. is a paying tech. You don't get anything free. It's like fully pay. And it's like, I don't have money to pay for your stuff. So, mm. and they're not doing anything that other people are not doing. Right. Okay. So that one, uh, I had to let go. I mean, they, I, I liked what they had, uh, you know, that, that was not the issue. I really liked what they had. They had some good training, different kind of thing, but I didn't like the fact that I had to pay. But then I went and discovered Pear Deck. And when I was trying out Pear Deck, Nearpod is very similar. So I tried that one and I could not figure out Nearpod, but hmm. Pear Deck was 
easy as pie for me. Oh, yes, a pear deck. I am planning, you know, again, though, it's, it's like everything else. It's a double edged sword because I'm like, I like this, but if you want all of the bells and whistles, you know, you have to have the paying version. And so right. it's like, oh, um, but I, I think Pear yeah. Deck is going to be really good because I'm doing one of my classes remotely. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's going to be a good way to um, kind of engage them when everyone is on Zoom. Right. And I like the fact that you can, um, what they call it, smash app. So you can add a whole lot of apps to it. And so you don't have to be like sending them links going, okay, now go to this place and now go to this place. It can all be built in. Right. So they can follow right through it. It's all in one spot. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have to double check whether the asynchronous version comes under the paying version or if it's included with the free one. I cannot remember. But um, that has been my best discovery of the year. Okay, so yours is, is Pear Deck and mine is Adobe Spark. Mm -hmm. yeah. Excellent. And I've checked out a few others, but see, mm -hmm. nothing is sticking out in my mind. So, yeah. And I'm still, and I have not gotten to do um, as much as I wanted to with Jamboards. I think that Jamboards are going to be really good, again, for the synchronous, um, you know, Zoom. I just, again, haven't had a chance to. Yeah, I tried to play with it just a little bit, but that's one, yeah, I'm going to have to play with it with my classes. Of course, I know my classes are online. Yeah. I just don't know if I'll have all of it asynchronous or if I will have a synchronous portion to it. Right. So that's kind of a bummer because as I'm preparing, I'm still in the fog. I'm not in full dark, but I'm in a very, very fog. Yes. So I, that's one I'll have to play with it, but have to see how it plays out. But yeah, that one will be a good one, which was not on our radar, I don't think, when we were talking about tech to discover. Right, right. Well, it was the Joe Dale uh, webinars. Right. Um, yeah. Yes. That was great. So if anybody is interesting, interested into discovering a lot of techs, I will say there is one very easy option. Join ALA, the Alabama World Language Association, get your membership with them. It's $25. And then you have access to the recording. And we had what, five sessions with him? Yes, they were amazing where he went through a lot of technology and not just, oh, not just a laundry list, like here it is. It was technology and showing how to work it. And a lot mm -hmm. of them we got to play along with it. Yes. Yes, definitely, definitely. And, you know, follow Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter too, because uh, he always shares a lot of neat things. So he yeah. Does. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was my, that was where I discovered a lot of tech to some that was not on my radar. Mm -hmm. um, with him but yeah so that was my my big find out on the tech that I wanted to check out and then there were more that I wanted to look at but I, like I said either I did look at it and was not completely impressed with it mm -hmm. or what? I didn't you know it's which one I, I said either I was not impressed with what I found or I just didn't get around to it oh okay okay yeah yeah. So, the, so that's what's sticking in my mind as far as that. Um, I know one of my other goals was I wanted that that one is a lofty one I have every year. I don't know that I ever get to it. I was to just prepare my classes, have all of them prepared with right. a very detailed sketch so that then I just had minimum adjusting to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I know we can't exactly plan on this day, I'm going to do that and stick with it because some days take longer, some don't take quite as long, but I wanted to have all that planned and I was going to do it as if everything was going to be remotely done. Right. And I was thinking synchronous remotely, I could plan it. Then if I went in person, then easy to adapt. If we went remotely, then it was already done. And that really has not happened 
at all. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I have a general idea of day one and that's about it. But I think that, you know, we have made a lot of progress. We, one of our goals was to redo the proficiency unit and yes, to yes. break it up. And I think, so we did that and that, you know, that took quite a bit of time, actually. We did some significant adjusting um, on the proficiency unit to make it more leveled, whereas, you know, 101, the first semester is a different than the second semester and the third semester. They're very differentiated. And, True. you know, and that, ta- that took some time so that, because there were whole different sets of videos that had to be made for each one of those courses. And so, you know, there were three or four videos plus activities on Google Translate that we did, um, activities on really myths of language learning and why should you learn a language, you know, and, and even through, even though we had already discussed it on our podcast, when we would talk, we would make adjustments. And I'm thinking, you know, we really need to let them know that bilingual nurses (laughs) make $30,000 a year more in 101. So that will, you know, get them more motivated. So we even were switching things around till then. I mean, until just recently, yeah, and the breakouts take a lot of time because right. that's our assessment for the end of the unit is for them to do a breakout and it takes a lot of time because we already had one and that went for 201, but then I had to create the 101 and the 102 and the 101 is 80% done because there's a couple of things I need to create to have in there, but I know what the steps are. 102, I've been struggling with coming up with it. And I finally just last night went to bed. You know, you were talking about our hamster wheel of a brain running. I went to bed. And as I laid down, I was like, oh, I could do, we could do this for it. And it's like, should I write it down? It's like, I don't have anything to write it down. I'm not at home. And I was like, if I say it out loud, then it's going to disappear. (laughs) Running it through. So, yeah, that did take a lot of time, and that was part of our um, part of our goals. But that we actually did fully, well, or for the most part, accomplish. We still have a few things to do. Well, and you, and like I said, that took that took a lot of time, honestly, because we um, talking about how to what to do differently with the um, the the different levels, you know, and coming up with different activities for Google Translate, you know, (laughs) so that it's not uh, the same old, same old. And then of course we would have the whole issue. We had the whole issue of the video is not on YouTube, (laughs) right? which is always fun. But I do think that we've come up with something because I will tell you that I showed, um, I showed some of my friends, um, you know, and my kids, the, the 102 Google Translate where we read the tortoise and the hare. Mm-hmm. And they were just shaking their heads like, I cannot believe that you're putting that in your class. They're going to think you're crazy. And I was like, well, <laughs> they could think of crazy. You know, it's, it's all good. Because the one thing that had, one thing that really struck me this summer about the you know gen z is that you have eight seconds to get their attention otherwise they swipe and so you got to come up with something boom, right away to grab their attention so they don't swipe right you do you do you and and they've seen a lot of stuff i mean at this point they have they grew up with technology they've yes. seen a lot of stuff so what we're throwing at them is not new they're tiktok generation yes so we have to get their attention, absolutely, and make it worth their time. Right. And so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm actually rather pleased with that. So, you know, we got, um, we got all of the proficiency unit done. Mm-hmm. And let's see what, okay, we did the writing strategies. So the writing strategies videos, you know, we kind of teach them the writing strategies in 101 and then a review in the other courses with a 
brainstorming graphic organizer. So, you know, we got those done. Same with the reading strategies, all of the reading strategies using cognates, using text type. I mean, there we got a lot of those things done. The one thing that we did not get to were the listening strategies. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, we got to do that. Um, but one thing that I'm that I had thought about um, and that I really want to do and that I've seen a lot of people, I've always resisted this. I don't know. You can tell me your opinion. So music, right? Oh, music videos. And you always give them a close activity where they listen and fill in the blank with the words they hear. I don't know. I've always resisted those because I hated them when I was a student because I don't understand the words of a song in English. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my native language, <laughs> you know, so how am I supposed to figure it out in Spanish? But I wondered if perhaps on the reading strategies, that might not be a good way to start is to give them, because students love music, so that might get them more engaged, and then give them some of these closed type activities if you can find some songs that have the particular vocabulary or a particular verb or, you know, or something. And, and so they're listening for that. I mean, I don't know. I was thinking that might be a good way to start the listening strategies because that we really need to get some of those going. That one is tough because I've used a lot of music over the years. I mean, I think my first presentation ever was for Ola and it was about using music in the classroom, music and videos that I used because it was with the Passé Composé and I think Passé Composé and Imparfait was my main go-to. And I have a long list of songs right. that use various tenses, various grammar points. Um, and that's what they're mainly focused on. Some of them have the themes because I've used that for the themes. But the problem with music is that it changes so fast. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to stay on top of the new trend. Yes. And, um, and then we want to vary it. So, you know, you don't want to be the Euro-centered. And I know my music from France. Right. And a lot of it is older artists. I might have discovered a few new ones. I mean, I know in my playlist now I have some Canadian ones. I have some who are from Africa that I absolutely love listening to, but it, it just moves so fast. And then students' tastes are so different. So right. some of them are going to get turned off just by listening to the music. And so they won't be able to handle the lyrics. Um, and in my proficiency activities that I have the students do, that's one thing that I had. You can listen to Francophone music, you know, for however long during the week. And one of the responses they would give me was that they felt it was very difficult to listen to the lyrics or to understand what it was talking mm -hmm. about. Okay. And then you have hearing the words and understanding the message, that's two different things. Right, right. And that's what I always felt like the close activity was hearing the words. And right. so I would always be resistant to that because I was like, well, they need to understand the message. But if they don't understand the words, they're not gonna understand the message. So I didn't know if maybe on the basic level, if I can get them to listen for the verb or, I mean, I don't know. I was just thinking. It's, it's a tricky one. I've stepped away from it a lot. Okay. And I know there's still a lot of people who use them. I feel like a lot of what happens with that though is after they're, because they might be able to get the words in there, especially if you give them a list of words that they can pick from. Mm-hmm. So then they kind of know, or if you're looking at verbs, maybe you're giving them the infinitive, they have to hear and listen and tell you what it was conjugated and kind of figured out how it goes. But I feel like a lot of what I've seen over the years of people sharing those type of activities, invariably it's followed by a translation of the song so students will understand it. Right. And I'm like, oh. and I, yeah, I kind of have a big issue with that because that's like, you can't translate it. You have to take it 
on what it's telling you. Um, Because maybe what's making the beauty of that song is the play on words. Mm -hmm. And there is a couple of French artists that I can think of, um, one who's more recent and one who's older, where it's all about the words that they're using. So if you're translating it, that is completely... I mean, the whole, yeah, you might get the whole overall message, but then it turns into a lame song because mm-hmm. that cannot be reproduced. It's kind of right. like the French Dr. Seuss. I'm like, I don't get it because I don't think it will get that same yeah, meaning. That, it's just not a, funny at all. It doesn't. No. Yeah. The spirit is lost. It, it's not him who wrote it. It's, yeah. I just. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Okay, well, that is one thing that we still have to uh, revisit, but we, um, we got a lot of our strategy videos done, and we mm-hmm. have the ideas for the upper levels. We just haven't gotten them all finished up yet. Um, right. Let's see, what else, though, did we have on here? One thing we wanted to work on, and we have not touched, but it has not really been our fault, is we wanted to catch up on articles. right we had some we had to revisit and then some new ones to write but since we had to do so much research that we had not planned on having to do because we thought hey we'll start the year maybe it will be online but hopefully it'll be in person we're very optimistic on that Mm -hmm. and then we realized very quickly too that we had to add social justice to our radar right and had to read about it. And I have not done as much research as I wanted to. I know, um, me either. Just because time has been missing. I've been able to listen to podcasts about mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, about the, I guess, the ply of people of color. Because yeah. the, the, the podcasts I'm listening to, they're talking about african-americans but they're also talking about other ethnicities the other day they were talking about asians uh, and bringing in that into the fold as well and all of that so i've that's where i've been able to do the bulk of my research but i have not been able to read like i wanted to yeah um i wanted to go back to the actful book they have i think a couple about including that into the classroom and i have really had so many things to do so little time that that didn't happen but it is a good project to have added because i'm i've learned a lot not as much as i wanted to but i have learned a lot had a few little aha moments on there um i even it's kind of weird in a way but i'm still friends with one of my former student who is a black male and we'll, we'll message every once in a while on Snapchat. And recently we were just chatting. We'd been chatting for a while. And I said, hey, I have a weird question for you. And he was like, okay. And I said, have I ever done anything in my classroom that made you feel weird? Or, you know, and I said, I'm not really wanting to put you on the spot, but just anything that I did. And at the time, and you were like, huh, I wish you hadn't done that. Yeah, because we didn't know, right? Right, because I didn't know. Maybe it was completely you know, off my radar. And one of those things we don't necessarily think about that we do or said that comes out. And some people are like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have said that, right? Especially right. in his shoes. And I was pleased. He's like, there's nothing that comes to mind. And it's been a few years. I'm like, okay, so if I did, it wasn't long term. So it wasn't serious. So it's good. <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay, no long-term damage there. That's good. So, but still, I was like, okay, I still need to learn stuff. So, so yeah, so that was a good project to add, although we didn't plan on it. So it took space of other things. So we did not do the articles. So I'm, I'm hopeful once the semester gets going that I'll be able to carve some time, which I say that every year. And positive thinking, it will happen this year. I will visualize it. I will have my days of teaching and I will carve some time on the days when I'm not, where I can work on those articles. Yeah, I know, I know. Even one day a week would be fabulous. Would be, yeah, it would be great. But, you know, again, we we just, we had so much um, that 
we wanted to do. I still, and I am hoping, I've got two weeks until my classes start. I really want to review um, the grading rubrics. Um, mm, that is one yeah. thing that we did not get to. But then I did do uh, more contextualized grammar videos for my courses. So, you know, I got that done. And um, so I feel pretty good uh, as far as that goes. Um, but I really wanted to look at the assessment rubrics yeah. a little bit more. Um, and of course, that kind of goes with my aha moment, which we're not quite ready for. <laughs> no, it's a few more minutes. <laughs> just a few more minutes, yeah. But yeah, so I think, I mean, we did do um, a lot as far as, as far as that goes. Um, and then, so, you know, I think one of our goals too, though, and we, we haven't done as well with this, this goal either, is taking some time off. I definitely have not done. I've forced myself to take Saturdays and Sundays. I have. I can't say that my brain completely stopped. Right. Because I might have taken off, but I was still trying to read things. Mm-hmm. But I forced myself. And one of the things that have made me not do any reading, although I was listening to podcasts at the time, was making masks. And yeah. I'm not that good of a seamstress, so it takes me a little while, but I've made some, <laughs> I'm getting better. I've made some pretty nice looking ones. Well, see, I just ordered mine from Amazon. <laughs> you know, well, I can't sew anything. That's the way I started. The first ones I got and I was like, okay, I'm not sure these are thick enough or that will filter anything. And then Emily mm -hmm. put one on and was like, okay, they're too big for me. They, they go into to cover my nose, then they go into my eye because they're straight up. They don't have anything for as far as a nose metal piece. She wears glasses most of the time because she ran out of, of contacts. So she's like, so it's horrendous because I'm completely fogged up all the time. Mm -hmm. So eventually I decided it was time to make some. So I did. I made a few different types and I'm learning every time. Um, I can't say that two of them are the same size, <laughs> but mine are three layers and they have a pocket for a filter. And one of my friends from um, band, not me band, but band parent, mm -hmm. uh, works at the hospital and somehow got her hands on surgical cloths. You know, oh. the kind that they would use to, I guess, to cover people as they're doing surgery, they're double layers. And so she sent me some. Nice. And so I've used that to make the filters. So I'll just slide them in there. So I'm like, all right. And I have metal wiring into it, but that's the part where I slowed down a little bit on the working, but mm -hmm. otherwise not exactly. I mean, maybe a few moments here and there, but I had to make myself clean up to stop. Yeah. 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 That, which... Well, I did um, chill. You know, the thing is, I mean, we did take um, some vacations, but even on vacation, I was teaching a summer class. So mm -hmm. I didn't really get, you know, much of a break either, even though I was on uh, supposedly on <laughs> vacation right. and I would wake up, I wake up early anyway. And so I would be up at five or six o'clock in the morning. So I just would go out on the beach. I mean, not on the beach, but on the balcony to look at the beach. And I mean, cause we didn't go anywhere, but our condo and the beach. And, um, so I, I worked until everybody else got up at, you know, nine or 10 o'clock. Cause Hey, we were on vacation. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, so I still worked even on vacation, and my husband was like, you need to take a break. I'm like, I know, but I got to get this done, and I got to get that done, and he's like, I think you're just a workaholic, so I don't know, maybe I am, maybe I need help. <laughs> a workaholic, y'all. I don't know, I just feel like, otherwise, I kind of get bored, although I do miss finding a good book. I had one day where I found, I can't say it was a good book, but I did find a book and it was like, you know what? I'm going to read this. I can tell where it's going, but I'm still going to read it because as I'm reading, I'm not thinking about anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, that's true. Sometimes I, yeah, I like to, I like to read a, a, a book that has absolutely nothing to do 
with with education you know a good thriller or mystery or something like that yeah books that probably will never make it onto the literature lists exactly. of books to read but sometimes exactly. it's kind of nice to have that that's kind of silly and whatever um one thing that i meant to do speaking of reading that was on my goals this summer is I'll, i have another podcast that i want to start and i'm keeping that one under wrap because i don't fully want to reveal what it is until i get it going but for it i needed to read a lot and i have not had the time to fully read the way i wanted to Mm -hmm. so that has been a big bummer because it would have been fun to to do but um again i i want to i want to make sure that i have everything ready because i don't want to have two episodes and then that's it because i don't have the time for it to go any further right right so that is still on my on my back burner, slowly simmering. I do have a few elements, but not quite enough to make that jump. So that was my other big project of the summer that I was hoping to have time for and really didn't. Mm -hmm. But getting closer, and I had a couple of thoughts as I was cleaning my house. I came across something that I thought might be helpful and might help me in that direction as well. So we'll see. But I think that was pretty much all of my goals. I might be forgetting some smaller ones, but that was the bigger chunks of it. Yeah. Well, I had, um, you know, I came across Twitter. I mean, if you're not on Twitter, I mean, goodness, you've got to, you've got to follow some of these fabulous people on Twitter. So somebody had posted that they do a like, ha ha waves, I think it is, which is, you know, ha ha laughing and then why this is Thursday and so they'll do some kind of little funny joke or meme or something on Thursdays and I thought oh that would be fun I would like to get a collection of those so I do have a collection of those for um 101 I don't have them for 102 or 201 but I do have that and then I have this tremendous list of songs for musica miércoles or musica martes depending on whatever day you you know I choose. So I've got all of those for all three classes because the music, I mean, there's just so many. And the thing is, there's not necessarily an activity to do, but like for my online students, I really want to be able to connect with them more and feel like I'm present more. So I use the Remind texting app. So I've been texting them on Wednesdays, you know, just the link to a song in Spanish that, you know, has something to do with our topic. And I thought, you know, that'd be really fun. So I have a list now for all three classes that I'm going to share with my, um, my colleagues at UAB. And I'm hoping that they will um, be able to, to do something like that too, just, you know, for fun. That's, that's good. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. So I did get that done. And I don't think, I don't know if you have seen, I was super excited um that the uab um foreign language majors got the global seal of biliteracy i did spring. see that as i was traveling and i haven't been able to really look into it more but that's exciting yes and so one of uh your former students and mine lincoln mclean so, yeah yeah so he got um the working proficiency and so that was very exciting so um all of our majors got the global seal um, at various, at various levels. So that was exciting. And we were the first state, um, I mean, the first state, the first university in Alabama to give the global seal. So we were um, very excited about that. So that's yeah. now that's cool. Yeah, it was really fun. So, um, I think the only other thing as far as what I had wanted to get done, like I said, was the rubrics, I think, um, the rest of it, I can kind of, I can kind of um, work on throughout the semester, but I really wanted to overhaul the rubrics and I didn't. That one is a big chunk because it requires a lot of thinking and then you have to look at the modes of communication. What is it that you're trying to get and all of that. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and I think it goes, you know, it kind of goes back to, um, though, what we are um, talking about is um, the very first episode that we ever did of this podcast, which was Cut Yourself Some Slack. <laughs> and so I think we have to constantly go back. We had all these goals, all these things that we we're going to do all summer, and we didn't get them all done. But wow, look at what we did do. So I think we have to cut ourselves some slack there sometimes and realize that we are living in an extraordinary time and it's, it's very difficult and you know, it, it's rather stressful. I mean, I'm kind of getting stressed out about my daughter going back to school. Um, yeah. Even though they are following social distancing, they're wearing the masks. I mean, you see pictures on Twitter about the hallways and how crowded they are. And so you just kind of move a little yeah. bit nervous about that. So you've got all of that stress and whatnot building up as well. So you do have to cut yourself some slack if you go back and review your goals and you didn't quite meet them all. Well, so what? It's okay. Well, and at the same time is the reflection part, right? Why did I not meet them? Right. And like in our case, why did we not meet them? Because we had other things more pressing that jumped in. Right. And that, that happens we, a lot. That happens a lot. So we had to, and, and that's kind of one of the traits of teachers, right? We have to be super flexible. Mm -hmm. We have to go with the flow. We have to, to, to change. I mean, in the classroom, you're going to have a lesson plan and then something happens and you're having to do a 180 on it and go completely different direction, you know, without any prep. Right. So that's kind of one of those situations. Here was our our line, but then we had road work, so we had to go up onto the, the other way. But we ended up, instead of being on the interstate, maybe we ended up being on a small country road, and we got a lot out of it. Just not we what we had thought we were going to get out of it. So, yeah, I mean, I do, although my articles, it's not a nice wish. I have to write them because I'm going to be on the job market more than likely come May and nobody's hiring. So I really need to have that <laughs> <Yeah>. there, <laughs> unfortunately. So yeah, if any of you listeners are in South or North Carolina around Charlotte area and you know of an open job for next year, like hit me up. <laughs> Yeah. but um so that's something that's a must do and i need to get there and kind of do it in the best way possible but the rest yeah it's kind of like eh, what's the big deal that it didn't fully happen mm -hmm. some of it we can do as we go it's just a matter of us trying to get prepared to get ahead of things yeah but i mean and in my time of getting prepared too i had two weeks with my university where they graciously did some training to help us prepare, which was really good, but added a lot of work that I had not planned on having because mm -hmm. I didn't plan on doing a presentation. Well, I, d I ended up, I did an one hour presentation. So I had to prepare for that. And that takes time. Um, the plus side of it, I got to play with Pear Deck and see how it worked. <laughs> Right. Exactly. And see how people reacted to it. So there was a positive to it, but, you know, it took time away from other stuff. Mm -hmm. And with what we went through, um, some of it was more helpful than others. But again, it took away from other times. So there, there was some positive. There was a lot of positive, mm -hmm. just not necessarily the ones we had planned on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so... Are, is there anything else that you want to reflect on over the summer or from the goals and all of that? Um, you know, I know you had mentioned that you and I had some articles that we were working on. I also had an article with um, someone else. And so, yeah, so I did work on that one, but it's only because it's been a, a I don't even know how many years long project in the making. <laughs> I won't tell you how long we worked on this article and how many times it's been rejected. But um, we did work on that and we have a provisional acceptance right now. 
So we're, yeah, so we're super excited about that. So that was a positive for me um, as well. But yes, I really want to get back to, we have, I mean, we got so many ideas rolling around in our head, obviously, and we need to just get them out there. So yeah. Okay. Do we want to set goals for the fall or? Not really. No. (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) The end. We're done. No, yeah, no, we, we really should. I think definitely. Well, we, and we've already stated, you know, one of them is to get back to our articles. We really mm-hmm. need to get some of those out. So that'll be one. Definitely. Yes. I think for me, that is probably the main one. I mean, obviously we have the goals of getting our classes ready before we start and staying on top of that. And those are obvious. So I'm not even going to jump into that, but yes, the, article writing I want to be able to sit down and actually focus onto what it is that I want to write because I did try it at one point and it was like I don't know what I'm doing here yeah because there was too much going on so I want to be able to focus on that to do that to write to submit several articles to have that um well go ahead well and something else that you and I got to get in gear is wild yes yes Wild is the weekend immersed in language development program that um, Alabama, the Alabama World Language Education Foundation puts on every year. Um, it's, it's a fabulous program and maybe we should even do an episode about it. We could talk about and plan it. <laughs> Let's just do it. Planning, yeah, planning the weekend. Yes, we definitely could an immersion weekend. Because this year is going to be a little different with COVID. We're planning on doing virtual mm-hmm. um, just because it's going to be in November and we don't know what that's going to bring. And so we'd rather go ahead and just be able to plan for it being virtual rather than say, no, we're going to do face-to-face and then either canceling or trying to switch it virtual at the last minute. It's just better, I think, for us to go ahead and make that decision and know what we're doing so yeah so we got that's another goal too is to get that set up for virtual yeah because schools are starting so we need to start getting the word out Mm -hmm. and we need to have a meeting with the executive board um yeah on that we had a few things we were supposed to check up on so we need to have a reflective meeting i guess onto what has been done what we have where we are yeah yeah you're right that is one and then i want to i want to get my other podcast off the ground okay because i think that one i mean not that this one is not a fun one (laughs) (laughs) this one is so boring i'm going to start my own fun one (laughs) no but um i think it'd be fun to do um it'll be different i mentioned it to one of my students when i was finishing the spring semester and we had our little oral interview and she's well i can't say too much but with her personality i told her i said well i'm thinking about doing this what do you think and she's like oh my gosh that would be fabulous Mm -hmm. i said well if i get it started before the semester's up i'll let you know and you can go find it and all of that and she's like that'd be great and obviously i haven't done anything with it so it'll be different it'll be very different um and i don't know i mean there's probably some of it somewhere because i mean i was inspired by it where somebody's doing it in english but um it's not quite the same direction that i want to take but i think it'll be fun so i want to get that going Mm -hmm. so yeah that's my main big chunk goals and then obviously there'll be some smaller ones but that's my big chunk goals and keep up with the social justice Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. Don't want to put that aside. All right. So are we ready for our aha moment? I think we are. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? It doesn't matter. I go first. All right. You go first. All right. So um, I've been, (laughs) excuse me, I've been doing um this course through avant assessment called advance where you work on you know proficiency ratings basically how would what level of proficiency would you rate these different things 
And the one thing that I've noticed, especially at the intermediate level, how to get your students to the intermediate level and, you know, higher, it's not, and, and I knew this, I knew it wasn't grammatical accuracy so much because students make more mistakes at the intermediate level than any other level. But what, what helps them move along is text type, right? Is longer, more complex sentences. Instead of, you know, I like pizza, you want them to say, I like to eat pizza with my friends on Saturday night, right? Because that's a really more complex sentence. Then you want them to be able to put all of those sentences together into paragraph length discourse. How do you get them to do this? And so it's by taking risks. The students have to want, they have to be willing to take risks. And that's why I really want to go in and revamp my rubrics. I think I want a category called risk taking because, you know, you, I was so frustrated last year. I got so many of the, you know, it was, I like pizza. I like bananas. I, you know, and I'm like, why? I mean, that's, that's the same sentence. They're just changing one word. And I would get very frustrated as to, you know, why they wouldn't try something more complex or creative. And, you know, Linda Egnatz was like, um, at this webinar, again, that she did for all us, she said, you know, they're afraid to take risks because they're going to be penalized for their grammar errors. Right. And I thought, well, I'm not really, you know, penalizing that. I don't penalize for the grammar errors, you know, all the time. And, but I think they've had other teachers who have. Yes. And so they're trained that if they make a grammatical mistake, then, you know, they're going to get dinged for it. And so they're going to play it safe especially at my university where they are trying to go to med school or PT school, pharmacy school, and they need that 4.0. So right. they're going to keep, keep it simple and safe what they know, but then they're never going to progress into, in their proficiency. And so I'm thinking that I really need a category. That was kind of my aha moment is, you know, I've got to do something to get my students to take risks. Right. I can tell them, that I'm not going to count off for every single grammatical error they make. I want them to try all stuff. But when it comes down to it, I think they've been so ingrained with it's got to be perfect. And not just in languages, in math, in history, yes. in science, across their schooling. So exactly. we're not saying that, you know, language teachers are, have necessarily done that to them, but it's been their whole schooling where it has to be perfect or you get points off. Right. And so I really, I want to do that. And, and I did come up with one thing that, that I feel like my students will hopefully, we'll see how it goes this year, but the discussion board, you know, I've created discussion board posts for all three levels. And of course, you know that because you gave me feedback. Mm -hmm. um, but I've put the discussion board in and it's basically a credit, no credit. If they participate, you know, they're going to get credit for it. And so I'm hoping that it'll serve several purposes. It will help to build community for them to get to know each other. And it will be fun. And also it will be a place where they feel encouraged to take risks. Because they are not going to be dinged for making any, I mean, I'm not even going to be looking at their grammar errors unless it really impedes what they're trying to say. And then I'll be like, hey, are you trying to say this? You right. Know. But I mean, they, and so they, hopefully they will feel free to take that risk, take that challenge so we can move up the proficiency scale. So that's, that was a long moment, but anyway. <laughs> well, but it's important. It's important to to see that that we we do things but then we sometimes have to revisit going wait i might be doing this when they're speaking but when they're writing am i really rewarding exactly the the risk taking or mm -hmm. am i keeping it safer for the one who's just going with the basic stuff and that's that right 
So no, that is that is an important um, consideration to have. Mm-hmm. All right. So mine is mine is a little different. It comes from one of the podcasts I was listening to. I know I've been listening to a whole m- bunch of different ones, but um, Michelle Obama started one. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm curious, I'm going to listen to it. So I listened to the first one and I was like, okay, I don't know that I was crazy over it. But um, then I listened to the second one and the second one, uh, it really hit home. It hit home hard because she was talking about going through the whole thing of COVID mm-hmm. and being at home and just trying to mind your own business and not go places and doing her stuff and finding it so hard to do basic things and finding motivation at times. And that she came to the realization that she was mildly depressed. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it hit me that, yeah, we've all in that stressful thing, we're basically all going through a mild depression. Yeah. So, and it kind of ties back to our goals where making the goals can be hard because you're doing things, but you're not necessarily as efficient as you otherwise would be. Mm hmm because you're struggling, you're forcing yourself, it's not completely there. And I thought it was interesting because let's face it, she's a very smart lady. She's a lawyer, was a fabulous, you know, lawyer from what I'm hearing. Uh, She was the first lady and had a lot of stuff that she had to navigate. And I I read her book and after reading her book, it, uh, I mean, I've always liked her as a woman because I thought, she was she was fine she's got style and she knows how to act and but after reading that I'm like oh wow like yeah you go girl you (laughs) like you're an inspiration and her whole family her take on family their you know close pod and all of that with their kids where they pretty much I mean not put them first necessarily because otherwise they would never have gone after presidency but um, still, they were always very cautious with how it was going to affect their kids and all of that. And to read mm. that, somebody in that different world, I was like, wow. So, you know, even money is not helping necessarily. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, um, I guess, kind of uplifting in a way to come to that realization. Like, oh, yeah, that's what's been going on. And she was talking about having trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. because of everything that that kind of goes on and worrying and I don't know a lot of stuff that she said I was like oh man yeah okay <laughs> so if you're curious go listen to her she articulates it a lot better than I do <laughs> yeah well I am actually in the middle of her book so you know the problem is I got it on audible mm-hmm. and because I, you know, I have an hour long commute to work. Well, I don't have that anymore. And I'm like, I'm not listening as much as I used to. And so I'm like, I've got to find some time to carve out because I was about halfway and I'm like, yeah, I need to finish that book. But it just never seems convenient to Mm -hmm. listen while I'm, you know, doing other things because the kids have all been home. And so, yeah, but that's been my struggle too with the podcast that I listen to is because I would listen to it when I walked my dog Mm -hmm. or when I drove to school which same thing same with you I have about an hour commute but now I'm speaking to my mom every single day Mm -hmm. when I'm walking the dog so I don't have that listen time Mm -hmm. and then when I'm working on things I need my brain so I can't be listening because otherwise I'm not hearing what's being said. It's just background noise and it's a shame. Right. And so in the afternoon when I walk the dog, that's when I would be listening to other stuff. And two things happened this summer. One, the dog decided in the afternoon she was not up for the long walks anymore. She's like a 10 to 15 minutes and she's done. She's like, nope, we're going home. I mean, so the walk itself takes about that long, 10 to 15 minutes. And Mm -hmm. then Benjamin started walking with me. Yeah. And 
it was like, well, that's nice. It's different. I get to chat with him because otherwise we were all in different parts of the house doing our own thing. So it was nice to kind of reconvene and have conversations, especially since he's a college student. I don't see him nearly as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was, that was a nice thing, but the downside is I couldn't listen to the podcast. Right. So, yeah. So it's been, you know, doing house cleaning is mainly when I've been listening to stuff. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So, okay. Well, that's that. We hope that you will share what your goals were and what your reflection on your goals were for the summer, or if you have a aha moment of yourself. Mm-hmm. let us know what it was and um, if you want to reach out to us you can do it via our email which is stepintomondays at gmail.com or you can do it via twitter at into mondays right. so reach out chat out we had as i have to look back at the name to give her a proper hello but we had a very nice email recently from debbie okay look at you you're on top of it from (laughs) debbie so thanks debbie it was nice nice (laughs) (laughs) it was nice and i I felt bad because she had to like hunt us down because we haven't been giving the email address in a long time so we'll we'll start giving it to you again and then um we have one review on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. which is very positive. And we have a few stars, but it's not letting us see everything because we don't have enough of the star reviews. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure as you're subscribing that you give us the five stars and leave us a nice little review. It helps people find us a lot easier. hmm And then if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, well, you can find us on all other major platforms. So keep on listening, keep on sharing, uh, reach out, and à lundi. À lunes. (laughs) 